The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. Testing one, two, testing one, two, three. Here we go. We're doing it. We're doing it, doing it, doing it. Doing it. We're doing it. Are we doing it? Testing. Doing it, doing it, doing it. Doing it, doing it, doing it. Good morning. Welcome to My Wife Hates Me podcast. It's Monday. Monday, August 21. It's the day of the eclipse. Yeah, what time? I <gasps> Look at that. What is that? Oh, my God. It's a is burn? it a clips on my finger? I burnt my, f- just that little place right there. Oh, it's a big fucking bubble. And now it's bubble. Like a huge bubble. Oh, Where? my God. It's disgusting. Everything about you on your finger is disgusting. You look pretty. You lost a lot of weight. Bonnie's looking skinny. Looking healthy. CrossFit finally. Three years. Starting to work. So, folks, if you join CrossFit. It's not the CrossFit. If you join CrossFit, you better be on a three-year plan. It's not the CrossFit that did it. What did it? I started starving myself. I had a dream last night that at our house, uh, Rogan was at our house, Norton was at our house, and someone else. Oh, uh... What's her name that was in your movie? Uh, Nikki Glaser. Oh. So I go, hey, you guys want to do a few minutes on the podcast? We'll do our podcast. You know, just a few minutes. So Rogan said yes. Norton goes, nah, I'm not into it. Like, Norton got upset when I asked him. And no answer from Nikki. So then we were getting ready to start a podcast, and we had all these sound men there. Oh, we went big time. Yeah, but they were fucking it up. They did two minutes of music in the beginning, then all these sound effects, and... You were like, wait, wait, that's how we start, test, test. Yeah, and then all the stuff, and then we're trying to do it, and, you know, and then next thing you know, there's too much noise, there's bulldozers outside the house, and I just blew it off. We blew Rogan as a good guest in my dream, and I blew it off. And then me and Rogan and some other guy were walking down the street, and some uh, guy the came. The other guy. 
I don't know. Some black dude came up and tried to, I guess I don't have to say black, but he tried to rob us with a gun. In your dream, even? Yes, and then... Well, I mean, I guess we're in uh, a black neighborhood. And then he started, he just handed us the gun. He said, I don't need a gun, I'll fight you guys. And then I woke up. But, you know, we could have had a good podcast in my dream. Can you, why did you start playing with the dog? She brought the ball over to me and then it started barking. So in order to, so her not to bark, I picked up the ball. Well, do something with that dog. Come on. Up. She won't even get on your lap. All right, let's get going. I just woke up. Why are you mad at me? You're the one who started in doing the talking. Like, who's? I'm not mad at you. Okay, Why? let's get going. Like, I did something wrong. Yeah, let's get started. You know, I always got to start it. Start it. Okay, go. Hey, it's Wednesday. It's not Wednesday. <laughs> it's Monday. Oh, it's Monday. <laughs> That's why I don't start. It's the day of the eclipse. Tell me a little. Tell me some eclipse stories. Well, eclipse stories. You can't look at it, or you'll wreck your eyes. But apparently, that's not necessarily true. It's what is overhyped? Why do you think it's overhyped? I've known that my whole life. because uh, you probably don't look at it long enough for it to do I, damage. The second it comes on, I put baby oil in my eyes to magnify them. Then I look. Baby oil. Yeah. Remember you last night you wanted me to fry your soft shell crabs in baby oil? I didn't say baby. I said, I meant olive oil. Mm. And, uh, whoa, Bonnie remembers <laughs> everything. I got you on that one. So. Well, what do you have to talk about today? Is there anything that you want to go <sighs> over? Let me think. What's Let me been think. happening in your life? You've been working a lot. How's your golf game? It got a little that? better yesterday. Okay. A little better. I think I'm figuring it out. I'm building. Con- my whole game is gone. My whole summer, my whole life, my whole hobby. That's all I have. I mean, I, I'm going to go buy a new bow today, I think. Oh, yeah. Do you have the bow and arrow because of, um, uh, what's his name? You just said his name. Oh, Rogan? Rogan. No, but I heard he does it, too. Oh, so people accuse you of doing it just because of him. Do they? Mm-hmm. Oh well, they, yeah, I do do everything he does, except run, except jog and jog along a mountain, go up and down a mountain running. Why he and does intense, that? Yeah, he does intense workouts. I don't do that shit. Oh. I just lift. I don't oh. do anything intense. No. No. Last night got a little intense. Got a little intense. You when got I was, me flowers yesterday. Why is that? Because you worked so hard yesterday, and you were a good mom, and uh, you know. Every now and then, lately, Bonnie's been trying to draw me into fights, but I won't fight with her anymore. I'm not drawing you into fights. How's that? When? Uh, you did the other day on the phone. When? When we were talking about you losing weight, and then uh, you tried to draw me into a fight. I compliment her and this and that, and she somehow turned it around. I, I realize she's fucking crazy, and I'm not going to fall for it, so I'm not going to fight because I don't have it in me anymore. And I'm just going to go, okay, whatever. And, you know, then last night when she was walking to the dumpster, 
not. I was taking to, out the garbage. Not to herself. No, listen. And I said a little. Got, I see you, how you raise your voice. No, you can't have already a. Already, you're like such a dummy about what's going on. Do you really not I'm, get it? Is it do you really think I'm crazy? No, I think you. You sat in your car for however long. I don't know why, but then when I said, oh, five I th- minutes, seven minutes, maybe a little longer than that, because no. I cleaned up the entire dinner. Washed the dishes, swept the floor, and got the kids and the dog ready to go for our don't walk. Don't say to the what park. I was doing in the car because that's the secret. But don't say what I was doing. But you were recording something. It doesn't matter what. Yeah, well, don't and worry. I, I I have to say recording something now after that, or it's like, oh, he does auto erotic in the car. What's I mean, auto erotic? Forget it. Oh, well, you what is auto erotic? Where you choke yourself when you when you're uh, orgasming. Yeah, but, there's nowhere to hang yourself in the car. Okay, well, uh, um, uh, why do I even try? Why am I even? Why sprinkle this with any kind of humorous thing? Oh, because you Rich called it. Break it down. Oh, because you called it auto erotic. Because it's in the car auto. Is that what? That was the joke. No, the joke was that you're doing something that you can't. Don't tell him what I'm doing in the car. Oh, he's knitting. He likes to knit in the car. How's that? Is that better? No, people know I don't. You can't knit in your car. You get there without. People don't. People know I don't knit. You know you're like everyone on Twitter. <laughs> that just doesn't get jokes. <laughs> I'm, I'm you everyone. Just take everything literally. Yeah. Good. Blocked. You are blocked now. From who you? Yeah. In life. I don't think you were even following me on Instagram. I do follow you on Instagram. I've liked and commented on your shit. Oh, yeah. Good stuff, right? You're amazing. What a terrific guy. <laughs> what? Well, what do you want me to say? Some guy just emailed me. No, tell him why you got mad at me. I didn't get mad at you. You got mad when at me. When I'm coming, then. <laughs> you you s- didn't get mad at you. You got mad at me. You, you sat in the car. You said... After dinner, he said, I'm going to the gym for 20 minutes, which the girls laughed at, Raina and her friend, that you would only go to the gym for 20 minutes. Because I was only doing one body. You didn't see them making fun of you? No, I only, no, they weren't making fun of me. I was only doing one body part. I did sit-ups earlier in the day and stretching. I I started stretching and I did sit-ups. So I only had to go do back. I did 14 sets. Okay, it doesn't matter. 14 sets takes 20 minutes. Go ahead. You accused me yesterday of not having a sense of humor. You're zero. You're zero. The girls were laughing at you when you said, I'm going to do 20 minutes at the gym. They were like... No, they weren't. Yes, they were. They were rolling on the floor. They were like, 20 minutes. You're, I, where did you get that from? They they didn't laugh. At, oh, my God. Okay. Let's just say for your sake they didn't. They just sat there stone-faced. You got up, left... I dealt with everything. I taking the garbage out, and you pull up in your car. I go, "You're back in the gym already," and you're like, "Are you dumb? Are you an idiot?" I didn't say that. I said, "Don't you have any sense of time?" You have no sense of time. I was sitting in my car for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you go. Then then I go. Oh, I'm I'm sorry if I didn't fucking like pinpoint exactly how long you were gone. That's then that I'm the one starting the fight. Are you dumb? <laughs> you have no sense of time. Oh, look at Bonnie. Try to start a fight with me. 
So I'm fucking throwing the garbage into the dumpster and trying to untangle the dog from the leash. Uh, what did you know? I'm trying to untangle the dog. I don't remember that part. <laughs> Why are you staring at me? Untangle the dog from the leash. Yes, when I was throwing the the garbage into the dumpster, I had to untangle her because then I would have. She would have went up with me when I went to lift it with the other hand. God. God. But again, like what? What? Why? Why pick, pick apart minutia? Like who cares? So what are you saying? Like, where does that get you when you say to me, you weren't untangling the leash? Like, what does that buy you in this story? That you're adding more stuff to what you did. Oh, and you want to make sure. Yeah, I I will say this. She she did make me dinner. She Delicious. Did, she did clear the table. She did um, put everything in the dishwasher. She did wash all the pots and pans. She did clean the counters. She did sweep. She did get the dog uh, and the garbage and take them out. The dog leash part. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to call you out on that one. Yeah. So, folks, when she says she did all that stuff, she didn't untangle the dog from its leash. Yeah. So just so you know how much she exaggerates. But you did do a lot of stuff. But I, that's but really that's how your brain works. You're like, um like uh, uh yeah, I don't want people to think she did all that. So I'll I'll call her on that dog leash thing. Maybe I'll get a tattoo today. I couldn't possibly hate you more than I do right now. (laughs) If I don't divorce you in this second, uh, I'll never divorce you. Where would you go if you divorced me? Would you move to... I'd stay here, bitch. Where would I go? I don't fucking give a shit. Wait, you're going to take the house that I put together? That you put together? In the beginning. Did you build this? I forgot about that. (laughs) Oh, I untangled the dog leash, folks. No, you didn't. I built this house. (laughs) Wait. Oh. Oh, I'm the exaggerator. We'd have to live together divorced. I mean, I'm not going to move. You don't want to move. I know a lot of neighbors that do that. You do? Mm Mm-hmm. They live together divorced? Mm Mm-hmm. You allowed to bring your new boyfriend or girlfriend over? You can't do that. That would be uncomfortable, wouldn't it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) Why do you seem so aggravated all the time? Because I know what you're doing. I'm not doing anything. I'm just talking. You're trying to, like, oh, maybe if we're divorced, we could have group sex. I wasn't even thinking of that. It's too early in the morning to think of that. All right. Anyhow. So then, because you were a dick to me, and then even though I was the one who tried to start the fight... Uh, you also didn't jump out of your car and help me with the garbage or anything. It was already in as the, a note. It was already in the can. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. You pulled up to watch me struggle with the dog and the garbage, and that's when you started calling me. Were you dumb? I don't think you were struggling. The the leash got <laughs> tangled around the dog, and when I opened up the thing, the dog came up with the leash. I like literally pulled her almost off her hind legs, even. I'm gonna call, oh, uh, uh, it's a lie, folks. It's a lie. The dog did not get tangled in the leash. I would. All you had to do to say take the garbage out. You know, I, I've never said no to taking the garbage out. Never once have I said no. Okay. Well, I saw you leaving, and I saw the garbage there, and I was just too. I was like, I can't. 
You can't what? Ask. Why? I have it in me. I'd rather just do it myself. That's how I am. I say it on stage. I would rather somebody... uh, I don't want to say it. It's stupid. But I know what you're saying. No, say it. Because now I don't even think that you have... that. You just realize your argument is completely full of holes or something. I don't have an argument. There's no argument. Then what's the thing you say on stage? No, that... I would rather somebody not hold a door for me so I don't have to say thank you. Like it's not Who's holding the door for old white men? People hold the door for me all the time. I don't. As soon as I see a white dude, I just fucking let it fly. Oh, okay, Mrs. (laughs) Anti-white people. You're so, like, oh, white people have it so easy. I do not. You always say, oh, white privilege. First of all, anything you say, you have. Okay, so don't be a I hypocrite. I never said I didn't. So don't be a hypocrite. I'm not and a hypocrite. I, you've never marched with Black Lives Matter. You never folded and en- uh, licked envelopes or did anything. Well, nobody folds envelopes. You know, fold. You know, you know what I'm saying. You never. This is w- like we, how it is to have a conversation with you. I don't fold envelopes. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> let me miss the point entirely. <laughs> no, the point is. You can't pretend you're some, like, radical or some... uh, I never pretended I was radical. I see privilege. I understand what it is. And that's all. I I have an understanding of it. Give me an example of privilege. How I'm privileged. Give Give me 22 examples. Give me two examples. Of white privilege? Of me. Of me being privileged. Me. Well, you get, get white male privilege. That's you just have it. People will listen to you even if you don't know what you're talking about. I'll give you an example of some privilege, okay? That happened. That's what I just asked you. No, this is, this is this is okay. So I'm directing a movie that I wrote, okay? So yes, it's it's my first time directing a narrative. It's really not because I actually did direct a bunch of shorts, but and women aren't funny. But, but that's not a that's a documentary. Uh, no, but it's more. It was a comedy documentary with a beginning, middle, and end. It was really a movie. Okay, yeah, I I agree. It was a movie. Very doc- good. It was. But I wasn't directing people to act. But anyway, you were directing people. Okay, Rich, let me finish. There's no reason to yell and wake up our child. Okay, so I have on set me. Then there's like eight men, right, that are just around. They're camera operators and DPs and... Tell them um, what a DP stands for. Director of photography. And there's uh, producers and managers and whatever, all these people. And they have no problem. Now, they're all really nice guys. They're not mean or, or pushy or fucked up or anything. They're just whatever. They're just men. So they're, but they're constantly telling me what to do, constantly. Well, but they know because they're they're well, that's this is their the thing. Jobs. I do. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying this is wrong. I'm just setting it up for the next set that I'm going to explain. Segment the next segment in the yes, story. The the whatever the payoff. So, so even when I say no, I want it done this way, or this is how I see it, or whatever. There's still a lot of like. Sometimes they talk over me. You know, sometimes they go ahead. One time, they 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 uh, one of the guys, uh, you know, they would call action sometimes. You know, then then the guys would get into fights about 
Bonnie's the director, you know. They would get in fights among themselves a little bit. Yeah. About anyway. So it's not like I'm insignificant and it's not like I'm mad about it. I'm learning a lot, so I'm not, I'm I'm taking it in. And I also know how to manage. I I've been around men my whole career. So I'm not irritated by it per se, okay? But then we get into this other shot at this other scene and there's a man there who's not um directly with the production okay and he starts telling all these guys how to set up the shot okay a guy who's never been on set before it's crazy like i i feel like this happens all the time where men don't have that thing or, or not men, but some people don't have that thing where they're like, Hey, I'm telling like, I should shut up because I know the least amount. They haven't assessed the situation. Like I know less than everybody else here. I've done that a lot. What? I always give my two cents. I was going to say it reminded me of you, but I didn't want to get in a fight. I've told but that. you do tell people how to do their job sometimes when you don't know their job. Some of it's obvious, but go ahead. Okay, but why, if it's obvious, why would you tell them? Okay, so anyway, he's telling them. They're so polite to him. They're so respectful of this guy. Not one of them was like, hey, we got it. We're doing it. They didn't talk over him. They didn't. It was like, oh, my God, I'm the director, and they're completely able to tell me, no, we're doing it this way, or listen, just watch what we're going to show you here, blah, blah, blah. They didn't do it to that guy who has nothing to do with film. Mm-hmm. That's privilege. That's no. they all respected him because he's a dude. That's not white privilege. That's male. That well, that, that the white male privilege comes from just walking in anywhere and acting like no, people are going to listen to you. And plus, expecting people plus, to listen to you. Plus, they could have thought he was the money behind it, and they're not. They're not going to fucking. They, they don't know who's financing it, so they could have thought he was the money man. Well, that's white privilege that you would even think that that guy was financing it. Well, if he's hanging around the set all the time, what do you think he is there for? So you're probably thinking, oh, this is the, the financer. You know, there's a million things going on in their head, but that has nothing to do with white privilege. That's just, that's just men... That's fucking, male privilege. That's male privilege. So you can't mix up male privilege well, with it, white privilege. With a touch of white. I would say he's got he's got male privilege. There was no white privilege whatsoever. Yes, that. because if people gave him respect that he had the money, that's white privilege. No, that's not white privilege. If it was a black guy, it would have been the same thing. No, I don't think they, it would have. They been. wouldn't have said shut up. They wouldn't have said. I oh. wouldn't have said shut up. They they would have thought that that guy's the money too. That's all. Uh, there's, the white privilege thing is, I would imagine, if if you're going for a job and they hire you over another person, even though that person's more I'm qualified. Sure that happens all the time, yes, too. But well, that also happens in comedy <laughs> in reverse, too. You know? Excuse me. Yeah, in comedy, I mean, there's quotas. You know, clubs go, well... We got to have a certain amount of black comics, female comics. No, but they don't. That's oh, they not do. True at all. Maybe with black guys they do, but they certainly don't give a shit with women. They don't. Well, then again, that's male privilege, not not racial privilege. But I think they do give a shit with women. I think they go. Go well, look at some of the lineups. Go look at them. There's. There's. Oh, I'm talking about road clubs with headliners. Road clubs with headliners. There's a lot of. 
there's still just an enormous amount of white dudes, which is fine. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to take work away from Well, anybody. the ratio. I'm just saying of, as a fact. The ratio of white male headliners to black and female headliners is a lot higher. I'm not saying they're better. I'm not saying they're worse. But, but the why ratios, do you think they're higher? Why do you think there's more? Why do you think there's more white guys doing stand-up than any other? Because more race? white guys get into it and because stick they, with it. Because, it's, because there's more support for them. No, sir. I think guys, their instinct, they have... It's a not strong, about it's not it's really it's a stronger it's honestly, drive. It's it's, it's it, you're wrong if you think it's because oh but white guys just happen to be funnier. It's not no, no, they I didn't get say more funnier. support by their sense of humor because yes. there's more white guys that are in charge of clubs. It's like you are making the people that you dr- directly well, um, relate to laugh. So that's an easier thing than a than a than a guy watching a woman who they might be like, oh, no, look, this it, one, it, this doesn't, this is. I don't think this is funny. This isn't what, funny to me. So then they think, oh, it's not funny to anybody. No, no, no. It's in the beginning. People, one, in my opinion, guys have more. A drive. It's more of an instinct that the. It's more of an instinct that the guy has to be the provider, and and has this drive in them, uh, uh, especially when it comes to comedy. Then, if you went to a club, and there were, say an open mic, and there was twenty five female comics or women mm-hmm. lady comics, and like three I male like, comics. I like the term lady comic. A lot of people don't, but I do. What, what do you call a female comic? <laughs> Just, yeah. If there's twenty five. <laughs> 25 broads doing yes, comedy thank you. and three dudes uh-huh. while those girls would would bond they would help each other more they would have more of a passion and a drive because they would have more Support, people to relate yeah. to and they would help each other like guys do because they would be the uh, the what do you call it uh, what's the word? Majority. The majority of of comics here, but when you go to say an open mic and there's two, uh, you know, chicks doing comedy and and twenty guys, of course the guys are going to bond together. There might be one or two that might help the the broads, but it's just the ratio is so much higher. So they're going to get better and help each other more and find out where more open mics are and hang out together. And it's just a ratio. So that, that makes it harder. You know, if, if, if you're, you know, playing, but the sports, ratio is like that. Cause it's already been set up like that. No, it's cause more guys want to do it and, and well, do more guys want to do I'm it. I'm not saying they're better or worse. It's just more. So, you know, they're going to help each other. It's just how it is. And then, you know, I don't think a club owner goes, oh, that's funny because I can relate to it. Club owners just care about money and, and selling tickets. They don't give a fuck about being funny nowadays. So it's just, there's... There's still, of, I think there's still a bias. Uh, there's, uh, uh, the bias is... The bias is everything. Is, the bias yeah. is life. Yeah, the bi- but the bottom line is... the way my, it is. The bottom line is money. The bottom line is... Right. Am I going to make mean, I, that's, it's, it's not saying that you can't get through, but I'm telling you, it's just if you're the the if you're a white guy doing comedy, 
you yeah, can say you can say to yourself it's harder because I have more white guys to compete against, but they want more white guys. That's like you're you're you still get to swim in the middle lane. You the audience wants that from you. <clears throat> yeah, over, They're looking forward to it. But the industry doesn't want it. The industry, but the, the industry—that's industry, true. Things are changing in that direction. I, industry, I, I see that too. They've been changing. The industry <laughs> wants wants minority. Once women, but, okay, once but young. when you feel like, if oh you're my an god, older white guy, you're, okay, but can I say this? When you feel like, oh my god, they're just taking these guys that aren't as funny as me, just because they happen to be black or Asian or female, and it's so annoying because I've put in the time and I worked hard and I'm a white guy, but but think about that's the way that it's been in the reverse for so long, like where women couldn't get ahead even if they were as funny or funnier than men because that's just the way it was at that time. White guys were jumping over everyone. Well, you don't think that, that's true? I don't. That that other other minorities have had that for yes. so long, and now and then everyone said, "Don't complain, just be funnier." And now that it's happening to white guys, they're really getting upset about I it. It's like, oh, just be funny. You, sure. People will notice you if you're funny enough. I guess you're not funny enough. I, I mean, that's what we've been hearing for our whole career. I never. Get mad over race. I get mad if I'm funnier than somebody, and they, they. I don't care if they're white, black, Puerto Rican, whatever. I never go. Oh, Puerto Rican. Yeah. Why? I'm just, oh my god. What? Where is your humor? Puerto Rican. What else do you call say? PR. No, I was just joking. Like, oh, there, there would possibly be a funny Puerto Rican. Oh, I get it. So I not personally I. I don't care if you're white, black, Puerto Rican lady. If you're funny and you move. Sarah Silverman, you said that joke where she goes, I don't care if you're um, white, black, Asian, but only those three. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> she's funny. Mm-hmm. She's hot. I think she's hot. She's hot. She's still hot, you think? She stays hot. Yeah, she's. She's, she's going to be hot for the rest of her life with the industry. I mean, hot. She's. Oh, Oh, uh, what would you think I was saying? I was just imagining her old, like, oh, is she still hot? With the industry. Oh, but with the industry. That's what I was saying. She's hot. She's relevant. Always. But, all, but all like every female comic at some point turns into like some fucking. Like what? I don't understand why you have to have such a cause in your life. I have a cause. I think it's w- women that don't. No, have, it's not. Every, this is the, this it's is all the, entertainers almost. No, but women that don't have children, they always have some huge cause at some point. It's like I thought you wanted to not have children so you could fucking live your life. Your child now is your fucking liberalism. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Your baby. <laughs> so you're against liberalism? I'm against babies. Most most. Uh, Entertainers that make a, a lot of money. I, you know what? I just generally, I've, I can only think of two now. So I take it. Yeah, down. but a lot of them do. And some of them also, too, feel guilty about the money they're making. And they have to, you know, because they probably never had that kind of money in life. And they're going, holy shit. Why? What are they giving all their money away? Oh, they give some and donate time. So you can't, or. Well, you should donate you can, some time. If, if you're a comic or an entertainer, you're supposed to be doing like benefits and stuff. You can't keep what you got unless you give it away. That's what they say in life. You ever hear that? Yes, from you thousands of times. You can't keep what you have unless you give it away. And I'm not talking about, it's just, you know, give back. Give back 
To who? You, kid, you had kid, no, you, you, according to you, you, no one helped you. So who are you giving back to? I'm giving back to the uh, people that helped kept me sober. Who? The organization? Just in general. I carry the message of Do you sobriety. give money to that organization? No, they don't accept uh, outside contributions. So who, who's, who, who supplies give, the coffee? That's from donations at, in the meeting when you oh. they pass the basket. They don't take outside contributions. Do you think anybody ever steals the basket and goes buys drugs with it? Fred. Fred did it? Uh-huh. You, 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 you're a friend of, uh, what's his name again? Bill. You're a friend of Bill's? <laughs> it really what's is that? so corny. Do you know that there's all, okay, let's talk about this for a second. There's all this evidence and research that the program is one of the worst ways of getting sober. That's fucking ridiculous. That there's all kinds of new Ways you now know, that people you don't, think don't. Those, you don't think those ways have lobbies that are fucking smashing the other ways? Of course, they're going to say this. this well, has that's been a good around. point because a lot of them yeah. are drug related. Yes, they're all those. There's scams all over the country where they're opening up rehabs to make oh, money. Oh, the rehab thing is, is a biggest really fuck. sad. They okay. give them drugs. It's all bullshit. Uh, like literally like heroin and stuff. 12-step programs have been around for over 50 years. Okay. So if it's if it if 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 obviously Well, the millions, biggest problem people have with the 12-step program is if you're an atheist. No, they don't how say How are you supposed to Easily do it? they say it's a god of your choice. But what if you don't have any god? Then that's your choice. So then who do you give over to? Uh, who do you turn your will and lives mentally over to? To a chair, to your friend Frank, to whatever. It's how you perceive it. There's no, you have to do this or have to do that. They're all suggestions. That's what they are. And that's where people... Well, they say there's only like an 8% um, success uh, rate. Well, then if there's 8% success rate... That means Can I leave for a second? Any other program has probably 1% success rate. Any other program, if they say a 12-step program only has an 8% success rate, well, then how much is the other success rate in, in, in churches or in, in therapy or, you know, whatever? You never hear those statistics. You know, people that try to quit doing drugs... Or alcohol And go Well I'm going to quit drugs and alcohol And I'm going to go Talk to my priest or rabbi or whatever What's the success rate there So if it's 8% And it might uh, 12 step programs Might be more than 8% I don't remember uh, the, The statistics It might be less But I guarantee it's more Success rate than any other Method of trying to get sober well, what about this theory that after a certain amount of years you can drink again? That's bullshit because you because alcohol, you, alcohol and drugs are not the problem. You're the problem. The problem. Yeah, but maybe you fixed the thing that made you, you know, that way in the beginning. When and you're, then you're, it'll trigger in it. your twenties. You're a different person than you are in your forties. It'll trigger. Maybe you can. Maybe some people can. Maybe some people can. You know, but when you quit drinking and doing drugs. The progression, if I say I, it's like cigarettes, say I quit smoking cigarettes, 
and I quit when I was at a pack a day. That's when I quit. And I and I'm, I'm I haven't smoked for five years, ten years. The progression of cigarette smoking is still inside of me. So when I start smoking again, it's guaranteed that it's going or not guaranteed. It's uh, most likely I'm going to smoke more than a pack a day where I left off because the progression is still in you. You don't lose that progression. It's still there. So once you cross that fine line between social use and addiction. Why is it a fine line? Because they're social drinkers and social drug users. Do you think people can be alcoholics their entire lives? Yeah, do people like do all functioning alcoholics? Yeah, yeah, and and so then why do they need to quit? If they're well, because one, well, who wants? Do you want to function uh, on a one to ten scale? Do you want to function at five, or do you want to function be eight, nine, or ten? You're going to function, but you're not going to function as well. And also, too, you're going to damage your your liver, the rest of your body. So yeah, you could function. But you see that you're overweight. Your your you know your your liver is fucking uh, uh, getting cirrhosis. Uh, so yeah, you could function. There's functioning heroin heroin addicts. There's functioning function. What's the word? Function. Function. Whatever. Functioning. Functioning. What functioning. Uh, you know, uh, peeping toms. Whatever. There's. Functioning peeping tom. Yeah. Like peeping tom is a disgusting thing. Yeah, it sounds, sounds what so do you cute. get out of it? it sounds so cute. Just a peeping. Peeping tom. So that whole theory. Anybody that that does these fucking studies and uh, this doesn't work or that doesn't work. Well, they, you know what? It's been getting some real traction lately. I've I've seen no. a lot of articles about it. The truth about it. Well, that's that's you somebody's know. perspective, and that's somebody that had this experience in in yeah any organization or any group with that many people, especially ex addicts or alcoholics. You do gonna, heroin, and then like later they quit heroin, but then they're like drinking stuff like that. They just substitute. But I mean. What? A drug is a drug is a drug. Alcohol is the oldest uh, drug known to man. Alcohol was around before all of them. Before um, Magic Mushrooms? Before, yes. And Magic Mike was around before all the magic, all the magicians. So, you know, whatever. Whatever works for you. If if a 12-step program doesn't work and something else does, by all means, do what you have to do. Whatever works for you. It's your own personal uh, journey, and if 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 quit drinking and doing drugs, uh, if you join a cult, that's a positive cult, and that, that gets you to stop from killing yourself and killing everybody around you. Then go right ahead, do what works for you. You know, I'm not I'm not against anything else. I'm not against anything else. I know what what kept me alive. You know, so. Whatever. That's all. Yeah. I just got an email. Someone want has got some kind of program uh, about depression and men and suicide and drug addiction. Some some website, and they asked for one of our 
uh, episodes, episode 20-something. Now I got to look at it. They said, can we post that episode on our website? For what? I guess that episode we talk about recovery or suicide or whatever. I don't fucking know. Well, oh, no, because that's probably like trying to get you to commit suicide or no. something. No. I'm going to go find the episode, though, and see what... Wait, it, who said this? I, I zoned this out. Email. I was thinking about something else. I got an email. Your voice puts me to sleep. I'll be honest with you. Yes. I got an email <laughs> that some website about men's health and depression, addiction, suicide, you know, they, they they try to help. They can't post one of our... Why? Because we don't talk seriously about anything. Oh, we do all the time. I just all did all just now. Time. I just did just now. I know, but really, then I'm the one that's like, man, I don't buy it. Oh, friend of Bill's. Yeah, well. You fucking losers. Anyhow, we're going to wrap this up soon because I got to go pooped. Poop, poop. Yeah, and, and that, like what? They're going to edit it or they're just going to put shit like that on there? Whatever the episode is, I'm sure it's a great I episode. I don't like it. We've had many major groundbreaking episodes that have saved lives and helped no, people. No. Yes. You'd no, be surprised. No. The humor we bring. If we saved your life, tweet it. Tweet at us. All right. But I, I bet we're not going to get any tweets. All right. I got to wrap this up. I got to go to the bathroom, and I can only ho- hold it in for a minute or two at this point. Anything you want to oh plug? Oh, my God. You have no control over your... Not when it gets to this level. Wow. Insane. And then how long? But then you're in there for so long. Well, because I'm playing Scrabble. So you're not actually going? You're oh, yeah. just sitting well, there? Well, I'm making sure it's all out of me. I don't just hop in and hop out. I don't want to do it all day long. I do. I wait until the exact moment then. Well, the exact do, moment do, is right about now. That's why I can go in public places because I, I, don't, I don't fuck around. It's like in and it's out. What do you want to call this episode? Give I it mean, a name. I mean, I'm in and it's out. What, 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 what's the name you want to give this episode? Uh, We don't talk about the naming the episode on the episode. Okay, but let's do it this time so I know real quick. I don't know. Taking the garbage out? No. Ugh, you're the worst at naming things. Mm. Huh? Tangled dog? Oh, God. (laughs) What? You're really the worst at naming things. Why would I be the... Why do you say that's a good uh, tangled dog? No. No? No. Uh, what works for you? No. Go to give me a name. Drink, you dink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to run. Listen, this weekend I'm at the stand. You should finish this next episode week- with the sound effects of a toilet ne- flushing. Next weekend at Mohegan Sun, uh, go behind the wall. Oh, you're going to do Let's- it with uh, Karen Fian? I don't know if she can do it. They. They said they have somebody, but I said, well, I, or they had someone in mind now. I go, well, I already asked somebody, so I'm trying to get her to do it. You're really having some, you're really moving around, (laughs) man. This is the most energy I've ever seen you have. Are you getting chills? We'll talk to you later. All right, we got to go. Next weekend, Mohegan Sun, come out. Labor Day weekend. Goodbye. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? 
Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober, she's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him, it's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too.